It's a simple recipe, but it would mean so much to me. Turn on the gas and make me feel fine. All I want to say is, just give me some hot pizza. all here with another episode of financial pizza it's the only podcast that features clips and more from some of the best financial advisors heard on radio and in podcasts all around the country every week and we bring it all to you hot fresh and in 30 minutes or less and joining me today as always christy paradis steve how are you i am so happy to be here a big week Big week. And a big week ahead. Big week. Well, it's the, it's the Thanksgiving thing, right? That's what we're going to yeah. be dealing with, right? I mean, we've got all of that. There we go. There was, there's that. Well, I love it. Somebody left the turkey out and ran through, through the, has the a, studio. A, a, a week or less. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, oh, all right, let's get into this. Uh, you know, we talk about the week that was. That was the week that was. It's over. Let it go. Well, of course it did. And uh, some things that are going on. We're talking Thanksgiving. Yes. I'm going to start with that. The cost for the typical Thanksgiving feast for 10 people, according to the American Farm Bureau, estimates a 4.5% decline from last year's record price tag, but 25% higher than in 2019. So the cost, $67.17. Per person. Per person. Well, I, I'm not sure that that is per person. Because I was just thinking of, and Steve, I'm sure that your Thanksgiving and my Thanksgiving They're favorites similar. might, you know, might differ a little bit, but. The the basics, right. the, the turkey, the mashed potatoes. Yeah, but I think that's what they're saying, 67, 17. I think that's probably okay. what it is. That well, seems reasonable. It does. Yeah. But the it's interesting, the, the decline. In- 4.5% from last year, but still up. From from 2019 by 25%. Well, hopefully it continues. Well, who knows what's going to happen. It's what? hard, to, it's hard to, to take a stab at what will happen. Yes, exactly. And uh, on that note, there's been a, a new trend, and I'm always wary of new trends. I'm not super trendy. I tend, I, I tend to skew on the basic side and I'm okay with that. Okay. All right. But TikTok is all the rage and hashtags like money, 401k and retirement are dominating and finfluencers. Finfluencers. Is that financial influence? Is yes, that what that means? Yes, it fin-fluencers. is. Finfluencers. I didn't, yes. you said that before. I didn't know what the heck does that mean? Yeah. A fin. The Finfluencers are saying that the 401k is a scam and that there are better solutions for retirement and it is a hill that they're willing to die on. And there's even data that's reported that 40% of millennials are more likely to trust those Finfluencers that they find entertaining for their financial advice. And the latest advice is coming from Chris Crone, who has over 1 million followers on TikTok. 
A million. Here he is. Is your 401k or IRA on track to make you $3.1 million by retirement? If the answer is no, listen up. Take it out of the market right now and put it into real estate. I can show you how to earn 25 to 35% a year on your money, which means that your money is doubling every two to three years so that when you do get to retirement, you got millions of dollars. Now, if you want to know why people partner with me, we split the profits 50-50. It's because I can do real estate better than you and anyone else out there because I've done $2 billion worth and I've perfected my system. So 50-50, you're losing half of it up up front. So that 25 to 35% crap to begin with right and anybody that told me that i could that i could make 25 percent on any investment that i ever made none no way not happening right just, i don't care how smart this guy thinks he is right off the bat and also the target audience for him are gen z and millennials so those folks hey take money out of your retirement accounts yeah. your and and here, there, let's not talk about that penalty. And it kind of brings into the equation that question of should financial advice on TikTok be regulated? Ooh, that's a good question. And and it's only a matter of time. I mean, right now it's the uh, Wild West out there. Anything goes. It is the Wild West of the Internet. Right. So and, true. And so it's uh, apparently this guy um, has uh, hit a chord with people because they keep going. If he's got over a million followers, I mean, good for him. You know, he's making bank on that alone. But it makes me wonder how many people have taken him up on that offer, not knowing or just being well, none the wiser about well, the consequences. You know, well, people are stupid. True. Not, <laughs> that's our, just not, all, not our problem. That's just a fact. <laughs> uh, the um, So how about this? So you've got, uh, you don't have a dog anymore. Do you have a dog? Yes, I've got, I've got two dogs. I've got Charlie and Elfie. Okay. Well, I just wanted to share this because one of the things that's happening, you know, you're always wondering, what are they thinking? What do they want me to do? How do I? T just like Izzy, your dog. That's right. Pet psychics. Pet. Funny story. My mom found a pet psychic just it was a, a friend of a friend and this pet psychic not having any information at all about Elfie the dog I share with my sister Sarah was completely spot on so about some of those things and it was you know it was free my mom didn't have to pay for it but it blew my mind and I was thinking maybe she did some research. Social media is a easy way yeah, to get information. Right, of course. But still, it it, it was interesting. So, I, I mean, is this something that you would ever consider investing in? Interesting uh, story on my part. You know, I spent a lot of years in uh, the television home shopping yes, industry, you do. and I was on the air with a pet psychic. We what? Yeah, and they had we had callers, and I mean, she was selling a book, and and well, she was fascinating. And then I said, well, okay, um, so I had um, moved away, and uh, so but there were two cats that I had from the time they were kittens, Aww. and um, and one of them was run over by a car, and I said, look, this other cat is pretty sad. She goes, okay, and she tapped into it and said, yeah, he watched it happen. Oh. Watched it happen wow. out the front door, and it's really traumatic, and he's very sad. And uh, I mean, again, so I mean, that's the thing. It's it's uh, so this woman charges five hundred and fifty bucks for ninety minutes, and has a wait list of seven thousand six hundred people. Do you think she's going to retire early? I think she definitely could if she wanted to, because wow, yeah, what a mar there, who knew there was such a market for I, pet psychics? I don't know. And what makes you a pet psychic? How do you connect to that? I mean, you know, I'm a John Edwards fan. I get it, right? Yeah, 
I love but, Jeff Edwards. But you can't, how do you do that? How do you, how do you know that you are? What's the difference between being a medium or clairvoyant and a uh, a canine? Right, clairvoyant. <laughs> All right, we got to get back to retirement talk. Here. I just thought that was an interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. All right, what uh, what else we got going on? Well, we should have a we should hear from uh, Coach Pete Deruta and uh, Parker Holland from the Parker Holland Show. Coach Pete from Financial Safari, and it's uh, this is Parker's walk up music. If I had a million dollars, I'd be rich. Well, before the show, we we got my Uncle Sam hat out. See it over there, uh, we, and we fill it with numbers and uh, generic numbers, and Parker draws numbers out. And then he draws ages out, and then he puts a plan together for the hypothetical situation that we just developed right in front of our eyes. There you go. Parker, what did we, what did we pull out today? Well, today we pulled out a couple, and uh, this couple, of course, we're just going to go by the name the Deruta family, because <laughs> that's the only name I know I can use. Compliance won't get in trouble. Just say the John Doe family. <laughs> hey, but what, or the Lipscomb family. How about that? There you go. There you go. Sounds, Sounds, good. Good. Over there. Sounds good. Who's this Deruta guy? I'm just known as Coach Pete. What are you talking about? <laughs> My dad was a college professor 43 years. He was Professor D. Because nobody wanted no to, one wanted nobody, to nobody try pronounce his last name. Exactly. It's not that hard of a name to pronounce. On paper, it's scary. <laughs> On paper, it is scary. So we have a husband and wife couple. And How they, old were they? They are currently 62 years old. Both of them 62. Both of them All are right. 62. Drew the same yeah, the thing twice. The chances of drawing 62 out twice in a row, Thomas, is, is pretty is low. Pretty I should have been playing the lottery. It's pretty low. The probability <laughs> is, is pretty high that you're not going to draw something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yes, yeah. and speaking of our hypothetical couple, 60, both 62. And uh, do we, what kind of ink, what kind of uh, lump sum do we draw out? It's not. Mr. Delgado, but it's 2.5 million in oh. retirement accounts. Very nice, Thomas. We we seldom draw, draw ones over a million out of the hat. That's but right. Parker did a well. We seldom draw two 62 year olds out of a hat too. So this is a day of seldomness. It was a small <laughs> hat. It, it was small. it was Thomas size. Big hat. Uncle Sam hat. It's Uncle Sam hat. Yeah. So 2.5 million in okay. retirement accounts, and it's just the day of the twos. They are retiring in two years. All right. See, we drew two out. Okay. So. They're 62. They have 2.5 million. Done a pretty good job of saving, if you ask me. It all depends on where it is now, but more importantly, where it's going to be in the future to make sure they never have to worry about uh, their savings dissipating or, or going away before they have left the earth. That's so, right. what do we do, Parker? And of course, in this plan, we do the key spend and leave plan. This is what, leave. so. What I did was I wanted to see how much guaranteed income they could get out of the accounts while still keeping the 2.5 growing and compounding for legacy. Very important. Because a lot of people, they always assume they want to make the last check balance, but I would say more than... my dad used to say. I would always say majority of people actually would love to live off just the interest accumulated. We see that more often than those trying to make the last check balance. Well, it's, it's like the old days where my aunts would do this up in New England because they were former school teachers and they had money. All their money was in CDs. And back then, CDs were paying 15, 16% interest. So they were living on the interest and mm -hmm. leaving the principal alone. So that's what you're saying, that that's the goal of most people is... is leaving the principal alone as much as possible. And, of course, we run doom and gloom, worst case, markets down for the next 50 years. That uh, <laughs> that money would be able to generate $111,000 per year for as long as they one of them was alive. And I killed him off, as you wow. see here, Thomas, at age 115. Spreadsheet ran out at year 53. <laughs> <laughs> it could keep going. If they're still it alive, keep it keeps going. going. So that's the magic of that. Out so, of paper. So having 111000 per year for how many for how many years, you say? 50? 53 years. So how much did they take in, uh, in that time period? So over that period of time, um, so over 30 years, they would have taken $3.2 So actuarially, their ages to pass away would be 91 and 92. 
Okay. That would have been 3.2 million. But if they went all the way to that 115, that would have been 5.8 million in income that they took off their investment. All right, so let's just go back to the 30-year one because that sounds more realistic. <laughs> <laughs> so they live 30 years after starting the plan, or they yeah. live uh, actually 32 years because they waited two years after they after they started the plan mm-hmm. to start taking income. So they take income for 30 years. They started with 2.5 million. They've taken out 3.2 million. They both pass away. What's left in the account? So assuming the market down isn't down every day, but let's say the market does half of what it's been doing over the last decade. So the market never had a single day where it earned more than 6.8%. And this isn't compounded. This is annualized. This isn't one of those messed up softwares. This is structuring up and down years in between. That portfolio would be worth $8.1 million wow. when they kick the bucket at age 92. Okay, but what if the market, what if the day after they put the money in, when they started like tomorrow, and then the day, let's say the market went down for 32 straight years, they never had a gain, what would happen? Then, of course, it would hit a zero balance, but they would still be getting that 111000 a year. Okay, for, for incredible. But so, they, so they pass away at 30. They put in 2.5 million. They took out 3.2 million. Correct. Okay. So they still came out ahead, and that's assuming Thomas. You know how I, I don't like talking about worst case scenario, but when we build plans, I, I require that because I don't want a plan built around hypotheticals mm-hmm. and having the hypotheticals not happen. Absolutely. So I want to see, and and this is, and and we can never say that it is impossible. Because anything is possible in this world. world, And we've, if we haven't seen that in the last couple of years, we just haven't been watching. There you go. So the market goes down every single day mm-hmm. for 32 straight years. And they still had 3.2 million that they spent. If they had been in a market and the market was down 50 straight years, they probably would have ran out of money by year five at least, Parker. Like if the market was going down and they were still taking money out, they, they would never have survived. They never would have had that lifetime income plan. And that's the other side. And this is always the entertaining part. We lowball the rates of return. Like I just mentioned, I said the, day, the market never had a day higher than 6.8%. I always do run it through that age, 115 or however long the paper goes. If they lived that long, they would have $35 million left to leave as a legacy. Over, if, if they did what? If the market did it no, not a single day higher than 6.8%. Oh, I thought you said they had 5. Point, oh, so they had that, five. That's, at eight, that's at age 92. That's over 30 years. But if they went all the way through age 115. Wow. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. Well, we run the numbers both ways. It's not getting Coach Pete approved unless we plan yeah, for the worst be, case scenario. Because in my life, I've just seen when you get all your hopes uh, up, it's never going to happen. So I'd, I'd rather plan around the worst case mm-hmm. scenario and have it be somewhere. All right. So they're going to be somewhere in between 3.2 million uh, for 30 years mm-hmm. over the course of their life and 10 or 12 million in that same time period, depending on if the market, what the market's doing. Oh, of course. And, and that's there'd the be bi- more money left over if, if, if the market had been going up like it should, then, then not only did they get all that income, but when they die, gonna, they're still going to have a balance that could pass on to their next again. But the beauty Parker is in this worst case scenario, they probably ran out of money years before that as far as their balance, but they continue to get that 111000 guaranteed for both their lives. And that, that, that's, that's the beauty of it right there. That is the beauty. And the other side of it is, too, is the income and everything is also inflation protected. That income will grow if the market yeah. has performance. Very, very important. But it doesn't so. rely on it. It doesn't rely on it. Wow. Wow. Parker's amazing when he puts those things together. That just, I mean, blew me away. I do hope that this couple lives until they're 115 right. both of them but i mean the the inflation protection element is something that is so appealing to so many people right now just given the year that was if the, you will. Yeah, exactly well the years actually yeah yeah wow so uh, i was listening to that i was perusing some um, some quotes 
uh, about retirement. Hit me. No snow falls lighter than the snow of age, but none lies heavier for it never melts. That's deep. That took me a second. Oh, uh, yeah. How about this one? This from Ralph Waldo Emerson. After 30, a man wakes up sad every morning. Wow. Savage, Ralph. <laughs> but that is interesting because I did see a headline that said uh, that despite the wave of baby boomers that have been returning to work after the great retirement, there are still two million more retirees that want to return to the workforce than the workforce can handle, which kind of goes hand in hand with that. Sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Hit me with another quote. Um, everyone desires to live long, but no one would be old. True. Right. Yeah, especially for women. Jonathan Swift. Yeah, I like Jonathan gets it. <laughs> I like this one. A person is always startled when he hears himself seriously called old for the first time. No kidding. Been there. <laughs> You're not old. <laughs> yeah, I'll well, tell you if I will tell you if you hit that. All right. Thank you. I'll, I'll count on you for okay. that. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we what are we getting into here? So we we are going to hear from not influencers. We're going to hear from oh, a few actual oh, financial actual. Planners, we're going to hear from John Papa, Gary Thurman, and Deb Christensen and Lori Hancock. But before we do, I had to bring up Jessica McCabe, another piece of information I found on TikTok. But a 51-year-old mom in Alabama who is now retired from the U.S. Air Force who posted a video to TikTok that has racked up over 10 million views 63,000 comments and 1.8 million likes talking about her frustration as a parent with the way that adult life is shaping up for her 25 and 28 year old kids but she is ride or die she is very much on their side it's not 1988 anymore we have to as parents realize that the economy has changed i understand inflation prices always go up but i think that lately the wages are not keeping up with how big the inflation has gotten i went out yet again with my son to go try to find an apartment he can afford and we just kept getting backdrops or back half the places i felt like should have been condemned that he could afford and the other half they're wanting four times your rent i hear all the other gen z's and millennials in my comments saying that they finally feel seen because i think us as gen x we forget that we, it's not the same as it is now for our kids. And we think, well, we did it so they should be able to, too. And we need to be their advocate. I didn't have kids to watch them suffer their entire life. Well, ideally, yes, that's a good mom. Right. You know, it's a good mom. But I think uh, I think facing reality is something important for all of us to do. Well, that is a very interesting and very rational way to look at it. But uh, Mrs. Mrs. or Miss McCabe has been making the rounds she was on and the Today Show. On She was on wow. Fox and Friends. They This really struck a chord with a lot of folks. Really? And I I commend her for trying to, to take a stand, but I'm not sure that is going to be a super easy venture for her because inflation, as much as we di don't like it, we all hate it, right? Yes. It's not something that she can probably solve on TikTok, but you know who can help with inflation protection? Who? 
folks like John Papa. Markets go up and markets go down, right? And what we're talking about with clients is having a plan and a strategy to safe, conservatively grow your accounts if you're not at retirement just yet or you're close to retirement. And then once you're in retirement, you're back in that more defensive mode, okay? What, what a lot of these business financial people on this, on TV shows talk about, it's not about having a plan. It's more like they're day trading portfolios, you know, buying a stock low and selling it high later. You know, the markets go up and down with that. And when you're building your portfolio in your 30s and 40s and, and you're doing that kind of investing to get as much money as you can, that's acceptable. But when you're close to retirement or in retirement, you got to stop the day trading of your portfolio, right? It's more about having that plan, sticking to it, knowing where your income's gonna come from when you're in retirement and how you're gonna make sure to live that stress-free retirement that we talk all, all the time about, Morgan, having more income than expenses. And listen, last thing I'll talk about this day trading thing. Markets do tend to repeat themselves in the history of our, our economic markets, okay? And typically at the end of every year, they call it the Santa Claus rally or the year-end rally. Yeah, markets do rally and we probably will see that. And, and we actually kind of see it now. You know, last week it was, a, was a good week in the markets. It looks like they're going to be up again uh, early this week. So, I mean, that happens. They repeat themselves, but you don't day trade your retirement portfolio. You build a plan and stick to it. Absolutely. You don't day trade your retirement portfolio. I know a lot of people that, you know, they think it's a good idea. Right. And some people enjoy it uh, almost as if it were like sports betting. Some folks like to kind of do it for the the, the, the thrill. thrill. Yeah. Yep. But you can hear a John Papa and the Papa Report on WOR Sundays at 2 p.m. and on AM 970, The Answer. And I have one more quote for you. 40 is the old age of youth. 50 is the youth of old age. Whoa, that is gr that is a great That's one. That's a good one, yeah. And I'm not to 40 yet. I'm close-ish, but I'm excited for 50 now. I like that. Victor Hugo has actually said that. We're going to hear from Jeremy Nelson on Element Wealth Radio next. The Secure Act 2.0 really is designed to, you know, make a few changes to the system, simplify it, make it a little bit more consistent. And this ability to make Roth contributions to SEP and simple IRAs is, is one of those things because up until now, you haven't been able to do this, right? Mm -hmm. we've, we've had Roth IRAs, and then we were able to do Roth 401ks and Roth 403bs and 457 plans, uh, but it wasn't available in simple IRAs and SEP IRAs. So now, no matter what type of plan you have, right, if you're a small business that has a simple plan, a big business with a 401k, or self-employed with a SEP IRA, you can now contribute to Roth. So I think it's a, a great change, and kudos to the government for making this adjustment. Yeah. Absolutely. How about that? The government did something positive. Uh, explain uh, for our listeners just uh, briefly what a SEP and SIPL IRAs are, in just in case they don't know, Jeremy. Yeah. So a SEP IRA is something where you are self-employed. Okay. So 
and what you're able to do. This means you don't have uh, a bunch of other employees, or if you do anything that you do for yourself, you're going to have to do for the employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so generally speaking, the, you know, if you're a contractor, maybe you just got a small business, it's just you and your wife or, or you and your husband, That's uh, those are the type of people that are going to use SEP IRAs. And essentially what you're able to do is you're able to take up to 25% of your self-employment income and contribute it into a SEP IRA. Okay. Now, a simple plan, this is for a company that wants something similar to a 401k, right, where employees can elect to make a deferral, and then you have some matching dollars that go into the plan. Now, it's not flexible. It's not customizable. And if you have over 100 eligible employees throughout the year, then you're not, then you can't have a simple IRA. So this is for small businesses where people are just looking for a simple solution Mm -hmm. to save for retirement. Yeah, and I I remember the magic number is 100, their number of employees, right? Now, now this is this is something that employers need to know. Let's it's not that you have 100 employees at any given point in time, it's 100 throughout the year, right? So if you have 20% employee turnover, right, that would and you had 100 employees at the end of the year, and you had 20% turnover, that would mean that you had you know, 120 throughout the year, you're actually not allowed to have a set by right. Uh, or a simple IRA. This is a mistake people make all the time. So if you're a small business owner, just know that. Wow. Good to know. A lot of folks might not know that. And an interesting headline because uh, that that reminded me of a lot of self-employed folks like to take trips and they, they fly a lot, travel a lot, right? There's some freedom there. And especially for the influencer, you know, probably some more luxurious travel than I'm used to. But you also like to to travel when you can. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I saw that Frontier Airlines unveiled uh, the 2024-2025 Go Wild All-You-Can-Fly annual pass for $499 as part of a Black Friday promotion. Whoa, $499 fly anywhere for a year. Yes, you can. The... It, it's limited in quantity. Of course. Um, and it's for people that want that spontaneous travel. So all you have to do is pay a penny in airfare plus the taxes and the fees charges at the time. And you can travel all you would like except for those few blackout dates throughout the year okay but to me that sounds like a pretty great a great deal is this an airline that anyone's heard of or is it across the board uh i've flown frontier oh it's frontier okay yes yeah it's frontier uh, and i'm not sure if they travel out of the country because i haven't i I don't know but they i i mean they're making waves in the sense that well, I, I see them at I've seen them in Denver airports I've seen them in the Las Vegas airport I've seen them here North Carolina airports so, well yeah exactly yeah so well I, I know what was the cost of it was 499 for the black Friday promotion. Bucks. wow that seems like a good deal I think so too yeah save those miles right exactly <laughs> we are uh, almost running out of time here Chrissy oh we are so we're going to hear from Gary Thurman and Morgan Patrick before we head out the number one fear that's out there is running out of money. Yeah, I got about two and a half minutes, so um, I'm going to try to try to cover a lot of stuff here quickly. So um, Allianz, so one of my favorite companies out there, Allianz Life, they did a survey in 2023. So this year, 
A whopping 61% of folks surveyed reported that they are more afraid of running out of money than death. 61%. You know, because if you die, then you don't have to worry about planning, right, Morgan? I mean, that's just the bottom line. And, and folks, listen, lifespans are getting longer. Uh, that, that's just the bottom line. And the longer you live, the greater your chances are of running out of money, especially if you get sick that we just talked about before. So do you remember the old 60-40 rule, Morgan? You know, put 60% yep. of your money in stocks, 40% bonds, pull 4% out for an income a year, and you'll never run out of money. You know, that's the old 1991 rule. Folks, I'm telling you right now, 4% ain't going to cut it. 4% is not going to help you pay for the cost of things, you know, from 1991 to 2023. You're going to need something that's going to give you a 65 7, 7.5% payout on a guaranteed basis. And guess what, Morgan? We can do that. And, yes, I just used the word guaranteed. I can show folks where they can get a six and a half, seven, seven and a half percent payout for income for the rest of their lives. You will never run out of money if you do the right type of planning, folks. And I'll be honest with you, Morgan, it's not that hard. You just got to think out of the box a little bit. Don't depend on bonds to be your safe bucket of money. Just, just you can't do it right now. Bonds are are not in a good spot. You got to look at some different strategies. We love using our fixed indexed annuities for income planning because it's the only way someone can get a guaranteed income. And they're, they're oh, it's an annuity. Well, guess what Social Security is? Social yep. Security is an annuity. Good point. Guess what pensions are? Pensions are an annuity. Mm-hmm. Then when the NFL retires, NFL players retire, their money goes into an annuity for a lifetime payout. Annuities are wonderful if they're structured properly. Don't be afraid of that word. Come in. Let us show you the fine print. Let us show you how they work. We can help you never run out of money. We can eliminate this fear altogether. So set up this last clip. I mean, again, that was interesting to hear him talk about all of that and, and you know, Absolutely. how to get there. It's And it's so true. Those examples are phenomenal examples. I worked in sports broadcasting for years, and athletes are paid in an annuity fashion, assuming they last for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And you know, the lottery payouts and another example of oh, yeah, annuities. Right. So the annuity bias that is strong, he, Mr. Thurman made a lot of great examples as to why you shouldn't be right. such a big annuity hater because Social Security is, in fact, right. a an form annuity. of an annuity. And you can hear Gary Thurman on Plan Today, Own Tomorrow, on air in Chattanooga, and also wherever you listen to your podcasts fair enough so we got one more and uh, give me the setup here for sweet lou sweet lou is lou randolph of olson and wilson private capital after we were wrapping our final segment for a show last week joe wilson co-founder of olson wilson private capital said hey chrissy Give Lou a word. And I was writing in my planner. So I said, how about planner? And less than two seconds later, we heard this. Yo, DJ, spin this. (laughs) 
When I was a young boy, I was told to watch my manners. But now I'm a little older, working as a financial planner. I tell them that I can make their retirement dreams come true. All they got to do is sit back and listen to Sweet Lou. I give them a plan and I give them the three R's. And then they go and drink some beers at the bars because they can go to sleep at night stress-free. And then they call me the next day to thank me. That is fantastic. Of this is that was just that was just freestyling. It was. It Holy was. Cow. And of course, I did add the the production after the fact. I had to put, a, you know, a beat under it. Oh yeah. But he just immediately. There was not a single edit that I had to make or made at all in his freestyle, and it was incredibly, incredibly entertaining, and the the whole team. Yeah. Wise Money Radio is entertaining, but Sweet Lou, I might—I mean, he might just take the rap scene by storm. I, th- I think I think we're <laughs> on to something. Yeah. Yes, he needs some representation, Eminem, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, hey, Chrissy, this is always fun to be able to do this, talk yes. about some stuff, and and talk about advisors and retirement and, and all of that. Always. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's beautiful. Well, right have, here. Uh, well, it is nice. Got and, a great view. Well, yeah. Well, the, the palatial <laughs> studios of uh, broadcasting experts in. Apex, North Carolina. Woo! Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. You too, Steve. Thanks, and we will see everybody here again with another episode of Financial Pizza. Hang on. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Money management is provided by Equus Capital Management. Equus is an SEC-registered investment advisor located in San Rafael, California. Investment advice by Capital Financial Advisory Group, LLC, a North Carolina-registered investment advisor. Insurance advice given by Capital Financial and Insurance, a North Carolina-licensed insurance agency. 